Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning we will discuss a simple but highly effective method to motivate clients to achieve very large, difficult goals. About 15 years ago, a friend asked me if I would help him with a massive project, something that realistically would require many years of research and writing. I was honored to be asked, as the project was a worthy one, but with a full-time job, young children, and other commitments, there was no way I could do it, so I declined. He didn't take no for an answer easily, and asked me to just think about it a little longer. The more I thought about it, the more I appreciated the value of the project and simultaneously the impossibility of allocating time to it. So on our second meeting, a week later, I said no again. To my surprise, he asked if I would just give the matter a little more thought and we could discuss it again in another meeting a week hence. It turned out I was so busy that week, I hadn't even a moment to think about it until I got into the car for our get-together. In the car, I thought a bit more about the merits of the idea, but entertained no doubt about the impossibility of partnering with him. I refused a third time. At that point, he said to me, What if we were to break it into parts? Don't look at it as one big project, but ten smaller projects, each one manageable on its own. I agreed on the spot. We saw the project through to completion, and I'm proud to say that I've undertaken even bigger and more difficult projects since then. With apologies for that long intro, which I felt necessary to make the idea more vivid, I assume that financial advisors will readily grasp how life-changing this could be for clients facing the challenge of reaching their retirement goals. There's no bigger ticket item in people's lives. Whatever their level of affluence, the retirement goal only rises in proportion to it. For a household bringing in $100,000 a year, the $1 to $1.2 million goal is no less daunting than the $5 to $600,000 nest egg goal of a household earning $50,000 a year. That is likely why so many people never even try or try seriously. A paper by three marketing professors published in the journal Organizational Behavior and Human Decision Processes investigates this idea about subparts and further refines it. According to these researchers, reframing a daunting project into subparts is a great way to undertake a new project, but not the optimal way to complete it. These researchers say that as one gets closer to one's goal, re-reframing it back to the large goal increases motivation. Apparently, the thrill of nearing one's goal impels further progress. For example, a student daunted by a difficult four-year course of study might initially do well to remind himself that he needs to pass one course at a time, but by the time he's completed his third year, he knows he can succeed on the exams and would do well to shift to his overall goals, completion of the degree and a good job, to motivate further progress. While I lack the qualifications to evaluate this study, from my own experience, I think I can draw out a few implications for financial advisors. First, in a world of non-savers, by which I mean the majority who are just too daunted to try, each financial advisor has the ability to be the one to kindle the light of financial progress by clearing the path to retirement saving merely by presenting it as feasible. My friend did that for me, and in this way, you can be the friend and advisor of those who need your encouragement. Second, I'm sure there's something to the idea of re-reframing on the end goal, but for my part, I'd stress how critical the large goal is at the start of the process. 
In my case, the project was so large that I very quickly refused my friend's offer three times. But, and this I think is important, I enjoyed thinking of the merit of the project. That's why I so quickly accepted the project once it seemed doable to me. From that perspective, it is worthwhile to let the client, nay, encourage the client, to dream a bit about the kind of future they want. The initial attraction to the goal must precede your subparts program in order to be effective. A third idea. As you design that program, it would be wise to emphasize at least one goal that can be achieved quickly. The study I previously mentioned cites the example of paying down debt and found that paying off accounts had a greater motivational effect than the actual dollar amounts involved. In other words, someone who said, hooray, I paid off my visa debt, was more motivated to pay off his American Express card. Perhaps someone who succeeded at setting aside an emergency fund would similarly be motivated to keep funneling that same money into extra retirement savings on the basis of his previous success. Fourth, and I based this on my own experience, I always had an interest in comparing notes with people undertaking the same sort of large-scale projects I was engaged in. Financial advisors can uniquely facilitate these sorts of discussions through client get-togethers. Minimally, they should share stories of people who have undergone similar challenges. According to Bankrate.com, a fifth of Americans aren't saving anything at all, and most of the rest of the population is saving very little. A mere 16% of the population is saving more than 15% of income. Advisors can work with clients to join and expand this elite club. Advisors, by helping people break down large goals, are conveying the message that instead of surrendering to fate, as I once nearly did because of my sense of being overwhelmed, you can force your life, maybe structure is a better word, to head in a certain direction, a direction you already know you deeply desire. That is a great way to make a big difference in people's lives. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others might discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.